This is the bonus Friday, October 15th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We've got everything you need to know in 10 minutes. Of course, you know, Mike Clay and I, we always go along uh, on prop bets. We like heading into week six of the NFL season. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Last week, we went 20-2, and two, Michael, which means on the season, we're 71-49, and 49, and we are at 59%, baby. Let's keep it going. Love it. Let's keep going. All right. Uh, let's start off, you know, listen. We're, I know a lot of times people get frustrated with, oh, 9 a.m., 9.30 a.m. football game. Well, how are you going to enjoy it? You're going to enjoy it because, A, you're going to gamble on it, and there's some prop bets that you can play on it. So I'm just going to throw this out. I know you don't have a play in this matchup. Miami going up against the Jags across the pond. I like Trevor Lawrence over 20 and a half completions. He's hit over 20 completions in three of his five games. And as we both know, the Dolphins defense is horrendous. Also, Marvin Jones Jr., anytime touchdown. And that's at plus money, at plus 175. He has seven end zone targets in five weeks. So those are two of my favorite prop bets for that matchup. Do you like either of those, Mike? Uh, yeah, you said uh, the, I'm close on the on the uh, pass attempt line. So that one is actually really close, probably in a void for me. Um, I'm a tiny bit on the under on the pass attempts, but, uh, you know, it's a close call. I, I don't no major qualms with it. OK, so uh, so that'll get us started in the morning. And then hopefully you're playing with house money. And the first game we're going to dive into is Cincinnati going up against the Lions. Um, I'm all over Jamar Chase here. He has been an absolute beast. Number one wide receiver in the NFL in regard to yards in man coverage. Um, now he's going to be able to play on a fast track in Detroit, and uh, he's getting the targets, the the connection, the chemistry between him and Joe Burrow. It's like, you know, they never left LSU. So I like over five and a half receptions, again, at plus money, um, actually at even money, over 73 and a half receiving yards at minus 115. And, uh, and, and also, I like Joe Burrow to rush for over seven and a half rushing yards. He averages three carries a game, and I think he'll be able to do it this week as well. So, uh, so I'm playing Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. What are your prop bets in this matchup? Yeah, so this is going to sound like maybe you, you think you hit last week's podcast by accident because I'm going Joe Burrow under a pass attempts, under completions, under passing yards. And uh, look, I, I had to go back to the well here, Anita, because – we got a major bad beat last week with just seconds left in this game. We had all three one and he went over on, I believe it was uh, completions first, if I'm not mistaken, late in regulation on that last drive where they were just trying to get in the field goal range. And then the game went to overtime and we lost all three of them. So it was a rough beat for sure um, in that game against the Packers. But here's the thing. I think we can get them all again this week. I still like the under. I still think these lines are too high. Um, he's been below 36 pass attempts in four or five games. He's averaging 29. He's been below 24 completions. These are all the lines that I'm uh, this week that I'm laying out here in three of five games. And he's been below this passing yardage total 283 in four of five games. They're just, they're a run heavy offense. They're a competitive team. And Burrow is just not throwing a lot of passes. And by the way, they're playing the lions, not a good defense, right? Well, they've yet to face more than 34 pass attempts in a single game. And only Kirk Cousins got over 24 completions. He had 25 last week. And again, that was a game 
you know, that, that went to overtime. So, or no, that was, no, that was a, a few weeks ago, but nonetheless, um, they've allowed this passing yardage total in, in only two of five games, but uh, there are 269 per game. Nonetheless, you know, all of this sort of adds up to the unders for Joe Burr. I just think these lines are too high. Well, with your unders, I hope that all the concentration will be on my Jamar Chase for him to hit <laughs> those those overs. Kansas City and that Washington football team, I'm all over Heineke. I'm going to be playing Heineke in a lot of DFS. I like over 267 and a half passing yards. Kansas City, second worst defense against the pass. They're just horrendous. They're secondary. They're pass rush. Heineke's going to be like a school kid in a playground chucking that rock all over the joint over 35 and a half passing attempts. He had 41 last week. He's passed for over 267 yards twice so far this season, since he's gotten the start, of course, with the Washington football team. And we, we need to, another thing I, I want to throw your way. We gave out the Ricky seals Jones over receptions, over yards right here. And I told people hashtag run, don't walk, go get him on your D on your DFS or pick him up on your fantasy team. Uh, if you didn't listen to us, you were fighting for him probably um, on Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. But I'm going back to that well. Over 34 and a half receiving yards for Rick, Ricky Seals-Jones. And also, I want to get your thoughts on this. DeAndre Carter, eight targets last week, four for 67, ran routes on 72% of the drop back passes and had 120 air yards. Now, you've got Gibson who's dealing, Antonio Gibson dealing with a shin. You've got Terry McLaurin dealing with a hamstring. You got Deami Brown dealing with a knee. Curtis Samuel's out. I just, I, I just, I'm just throwing it out here. There's no, there's no prop bets out for DeAndre Carter. I'm gonna keep an eye on them, Mike, as we get closer to game time. I, I, I'll tell you that. But I just think DeAndre Carter could be a sneaky good play this week. I, I really do. So I just want to throw that name out there and keep an mm -hmm. eye on, you know, if, if any prop bets hit anywhere for you to jump on. And I would be on the overs for those as well, because, you know, this is a, a Washington team that's dealing with a bunch of injuries to a lot of weapons that Heineke uh, like, likes to toy around with. What, what, right. what, what are your, what are your plays in this matchup? Yeah. Uh, first of all, I, I tend to agree. It just depends on uh, who plays, right. Terry McLaurin questionable. We'll see if he goes and uh, Diami Brown was out last week. That's why Carter played so much or part of why he played so much. Uh, Curtis Samuel is going to be out for this game. So uh, we'll see how that sorts out, but I'm with you. If he's a top two or three receiver this week, uh, that would make sense. Uh, I'm going with the, on the chief side here, uh, Daryl Williams over 11 and a half carries here uh, last week played 32 snaps at five carries and five targets, but it was a very poor game script. Of course, as they were trailing the bills on 80% of their snaps, they're about a touchdown favorite this week against Washington. So more carries, it's going to be Daryl Williams ahead of Jarek McKinnon getting those carries. And assuming they're not struggling to, to lead in this game, he should be able to hit this mark. I'm at 14. So a pretty decent gap here. Keep in mind, Washington uh, has the opposing lead back against Washington has hit 13 carries in all five games this season. Of course, Williams will be the lead back for the Chiefs. It's, that was my one of my favorite uh, prop bets that I submitted for our uh, our column this week. Uh, that you can you can get that column on ESPN.com. How about this? I'm curious to get your thoughts because I'm with you with the 11, over 11 and a half carries, but how about over 47 and a half rushing yards? Yeah, just it's all uh, yards are tougher, right? It's all about efficiency. You know, you can rip right, off one right, run right. and get that. Uh, yards are tougher than uh, usage than projecting usage for sure. So that's what makes that tricky. 
Um, and you said, what is it? Rushing yards? I'm trying to, I'm trying to. It's 47, it it's 47 and a half. I just, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm not over. saying, it's, I'm yep. not saying okay. it's a play. I'm not saying it's a play. I just wanted to, I was just, just curious to, to, to see what side you were on there. Yep. I'm, I'm over. I'm at uh 50, uh, just South of 58 yards. So pretty decent gap there. Um, the juice is not great on it that, you know, I went, I lean toward now it's kind of coming back into my head as I was writing this column. So, uh, the juice on carries is much prettier. It's almost even money, whereas you're getting kind of ugly juice on the yardage total. So that's why yeah, I lean minus, toward this one. It's, yeah, it's minus 120. So yes. over 11 and a half carries is minus 105. Over 47 and a half rushing yards is minus 120. All right, the Rams and the Giants. Hey, now. The Giants defense, they're just so bad. Um, I love Stafford this week. Over 200 and 83 and a half passing yards, over two and a half touchdowns. And you get that at plus money um, at plus 155, which I like. Um, also in the rushing attack, you know, how many, there's very few and far between bell cows anymore in the backfield for a lot of these teams. Henderson is one of them. He's getting the lion's share of the touches over 76 and a half rushing yards for him. So, and I know, you know, there's a lot of talk and speculation in regards to Daniel Jones. He has to pass some tests later on this afternoon. But Mike, even if he passed the test, he's not 100% first and foremost. So don't be surprised. So just FYI, I would stay away from Daniel Jones this week uh, because, you know, what if he takes another bad hit? What if he doesn't feel 100%? You know, Mike Glennon, this team believes in Mike Glennon, believes that he could come in and, and perform admirably. But here's my play. Kadarius Toney under receiving yards. He's got a little temper. And I don't, I, it, it, this is not going to be a good mix with him going up against Jalen Ramsey. We both know Jalen Ramsey likes to talk a lot of smack. Also, he's dealing with an ankle issue. Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton are expected back. So, and I know he's the last two weeks, he's really like taken the NFL by storm. Everybody's talking about Kadarius Tony. I'm fading him this week. Line, lines are not out yet and they won't be until Daniel Jones uh, is, is, you know, active or inactive, notified as active or inactive. But regardless of what the line is, I'm playing under for Kadarius Tony this week. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, that's a guy I was surprised how low people were on him in fantasy this year. He was a first round pick, but people don't like him for some reason. So I hope you're wrong, Anita, because I'm I'm type him in like every single one of my fantasy teams. But uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I hear you. Tough. Uh, it could potentially be a tough matchup, but you know, Kenny Galladay's out. Ster uh, Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton could be back. I'm curious to see how they move guys around. I don't know if uh, I don't know if Tony will play outside or inside with Shepard. We know he has experience doing both, but Tony has experience doing both uh, so far as well. So curious to see. And and if he does move around, we're not going to be too worried about uh, Jalen Ramsey and Darius Williams is out, so we're not worried about him either. Um, but yeah, I have uh, I have some props in this one too. I'm going to take you know you have Stafford. You like uh you like him on the overs here and it looks like he's gonna need a lot of pass attempts to get there well how about one mistake so we need one mistake i'm going over uh at one half interception at plus money here he's thrown three picks this season he's up to a clean 150 in his career uh, and he's thrown at least one in 56.1 percent of his career games he's also been aggressive the last couple of years including this season he pushes the ball downfield which uh, increases the odds here of the turnover so uh like that one um, and for the first time this year, I believe, Anita, we're going to go to the kicker well, because Whoa. I've uh, I've avoided these mostly. Nothing has really jumped off the page. Uh, certainly a high variance position. But uh, Graham Gano jumped off the page this week. You can get over two made field goals at even money and over six and a half kicking points 
at minus 115. Uh, look, he's made at least two field goals in four consecutive games, and he's reached seven points in three of five games. He's also been, and I remember talking with Jordan Renan about this uh, in the offseason on his, his podcast as we did a season preview, about how underrated this guy is. He's one of the best kickers in the NFL. Uh, he nailed 31 of 32 last year and 21 of 23 extra points. I mean, the guy gets to these marks quite often. So uh, you're getting you're getting decent juice here. I'm in on the overs on Graham Gano. I love that you're going with a kicker. Houston and the Colts. Man, do I love Michael Pittman. I loved him coming out of college, and I love him now, and he's finally shining. And we're seeing Carson Wentz kind of come into his own. I'm going over 60 and a half receiving yards. He's averaging seven receptions a game, and he's he's up there in regard to uh, air yards. So and you've got a Houston secondary who, let's be honest, I don't think any of their corners would start on any other NFL team. So I love uh, Michael Pittman over 60 and a half from the receiving yards. And also Jonathan Taylor, I think he has a big rushing day against Houston over for 80 and a half rushing yards. What do you have in this matchup? Uh, let's see. I have, uh, at, believe it or not, I'm going over on Davis Mills passing touchdowns. The line is one and a half, but it's at plus 180. So uh, if you can get that, go for it. He's reached two passing touchdowns only once this season, but it was last week. He tossed three touchdowns against the Patriots. He's going up against a Colts defense that we saw just fall apart in the second half last week. They had major injuries at the cornerback position. They've allowed 15 passing touchdowns this season. That's a league high, and they've allowed at least two in every game. So if Mills gets it done, he would just make it six for six. They have faced some good quarterbacks, Brandon Wilson, Stafford, Tannehill, Lamar Jackson, but they give up two touchdowns uh, through the air to Jacoby Brissett as well. So again, if this was, you know, the standard minus 105, minus 115, something like that, I'm not interested. But plus 180 to throw two touchdowns against this Colts defense, I will take that risk all day long. Minnesota and Carolina, a guy I'm looking at is, is, is DJ Moore, right? Like over five and a half receptions, over 75 and a half receiving yards. Uh, talk about two bad corners for the Minnesota Vikings. It's Peterson in Breland and uh, it's not like Minnesota gets a lot of pressure on the quarterback I think Sam Darnold is going to have a lot of time back there so I love DJ Moore over receptions over receiving yards what do you have here I have uh Sam Darnold uh yes to throw an interception we've gone to this well a few times this year um I believe we're one and one in uh in that department but look he's you know we're starting to see some cracks the past couple of weeks right I mean he's thrown five interceptions the past two games he has six for the season he has more interceptions than he has career starts and a 58% hit rate in terms of throwing an interception. So uh, the Vikings defense playing better the past couple of weeks. So uh, I think there's a chance of a, a pick here for Sam Darnold. So I'm taking this. It's minus 140. It's not great, but I think there's a good chance he makes one mistake. The Chargers and the Ravens, the big game this week. Give me Lamar Jackson over 11 and a half carries over 65 and a half rushing yards and any time touchdown. Here's the thing, the Chargers number one defense against explosive passing plays. In order for Lamar to move the chains and keep up pace with Justin Herbert, who by the way, I like over two and a half touchdowns. And also I like Eckler anytime touchdown, Lamar is gonna have to run with the football. So Lamar over 11 and a half carries, 65 and a half rushing yards, anytime touchdown, Justin Herbert over two and a half touchdowns. He has 11 touchdowns in the last three weeks. And Eckler, as we know, we've seen such a big part of this offense. Mike Williams is dealing with some injuries as well. So I think Eckler will be an even bigger part come Sunday against the Ravens. 
Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. And look, if your Herbert prop hits here over two and a half passing touchdowns, mine will probably hit as well because I'm going back to the kicker. Well, for the second time over one and a half extra points made by Tristan Vizcaino, their kicker, this one is plus money. You can get plus money on the chargers kicker, the high scoring chargers kicker to, to get to two extra points. I mean, we should be able to get that. We've done it this season. I mean, this guy has struggled with accuracy. He's actually missed four out of 14 extra points. And Anita, he has still hit two extra points in three of the five games this year. I mean, this is a Chargers offense averaging over three and a half touchdowns per game. That's fifth in the league. And the Ravens are not shutting down offenses. They've struggled. They're allowing 2.8 per game. So if the Chargers stay on track here and score their new normal, usual number of touchdowns, you know, we really only need, they scored, they could score two touchdowns as long as they, he makes the extra points. We got this one. So plus money, I'll take this one for sure. Dallas and the Patriots, Schultz, their tight end, has been spectacular. He's averaging eight targets a game the last three weeks. He's averaging six receptions. So give me Schultz over four and a half receptions. Also, Dak Prescott over seven and a half rushing yards. Um, it's a lot easier to rush against the Patriots than it is to pass against them. And uh, he rushed four times for 35 yards against the uh, Carolina Panthers in week four. I kind of envision the same game script here in the way that the Patriots are going to game plan for Dak. So over seven and a half rushing yards for him. What do you like in this game? Yeah, I have quite a few actually on the New England side. So Mac Jones under uh, one and a half passing touchdowns at plus money. And I'm going to say yes to him throwing an interception. Keep in mind, we've talked about Jones a lot this year. Well, we're five and one and up three and a half units on Jones props alone this season. So we're going to keep going to this well because the lines are not uh, rectified just yet. He's thrown two passing touchdowns in only one game this season. And he has five interceptions, including one in three straight games. The Cowboys, who they're facing, lead the NFL with 10 interceptions. So uh, like those, uh, if he's throwing a lot of passes, which he has this season, He's going to go to Jacoby Myers. I like over five and a half receptions at plus money here. I also like Johnny Smith over two and a half catches at plus 150. Uh, you know, Myers has been heavily targeted among the target leaders in the NFL this season. So uh, at least six, uh, at least six catches in three or five games this season. And in seven of 15 outings since he took over in a full-time role last season. So a plus money. I like that. And keep this in mind, Johnny Smith. Major disappointment, right? Certainly from a fantasy perspective, he still hit three catches in three of five games this season and has at least uh, five targets in four of those games. He's a short area target that increases his catch rate and gives us a good chance to get here. So I like both of those at plus money. Other two other prop bets I want to throw out for the regular slate, and that is uh, you've got the Raiders at Denver. I love Cortland Sutton over 63 and a half receiving yards and over four and a half receptions. Uh, one of the top receivers in air yards this season, and his target share is ridiculous, and I think will continue to be so until Jerry Judy returns. And then the Green Bay Packers going up against Chicago. Justin Fields, Nagy's just not having him pass the ball. So I'm going under 29 and a half passing attempts for Justin Fields. In all the games that he has played, no more than 20 passing attempts. So I'm going under at 29 and a half. Um, I think that's a winner. In regard to the evening games, the primetime games, Sunday night football, Seattle at the Steelers. Uh, of course, Washington now on IR for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So uh, Deontay Johnson and Claypool uh, have more value. And it's evident 
Uh, I know took a hit last week with Deontay Johnson not getting the target share, but I think that changes this week against Seattle. So I like Deontay Johnson over receptions. Again, the number is not out yet. Keep an eye on it, but that's where I'm rolling. Who do you, what 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 are the uh, what are the prop bets you like in in the Sunday night football game, Mike? Yeah, so I like uh, both of the Seahawks wide receivers overs. Uh, 57 and a half receiving yards for Lockett, 61 and a half for DK Metcalf. I know we're dropping them expectations with Russell Wilson out, but uh, I feel like we're not correcting for the matchup. The Steelers defense is allowed 196 receiving yards per game just to wide receivers, 221 plus in three of their five games. In fact, eight receivers have reached this this 58 yard mark uh, that's set for Lockett. Uh, against them this season and it's actually nine if we include Darren Waller it's about two per game so uh, uh, my lines are well above uh, my projections are well above these lines I like both overs Uh, and then you know Monday Night Football we really don't talk about Monday Night Football because we do have a Monday podcast but just throwing it out there you know I I, here's here's one thing Mike I don't know how this line is at minus five and a half Um, it's probably my favorite bet is is the Bills this week and I love the overs um, over two and a half touchdown passes for Josh Allen, over longest reception for Emmanuel Sanders. Also, I think Emmanuel Sanders does find uh, the end zone yet again. Um, he's getting targeted at an unbelievable rate uh, in the end zone, let alone the red zone this season from Josh Allen. Stefan Diggs over receptions and uh, Zach Moss over yards. Uh, like, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I think this Buffalo Bills team, all of them just have a field day against the Tennessee Titans defense. That's mm-hmm. uh, so. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to mention that. Was was curious to get your thoughts. I, I'm really excited, especially if, if you have all those guys on your fantasy roster. Uh, should 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 be a good ending to week six for you. Yep, uh, I'm with you. I'm, I actually have it. Bills minus nine is what the line I would set. So I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm with you there. Lo- what, love the Bills so what, minus what do you think? What, Mike, what gives then? Why is it think- five and a half? Yeah, I, I think it's you know Tennessee's played a little bit better as of late. We're giving them some uh, some credit for what they've they've done the past few seasons, and it's a road game for the Bills. Although that hasn't mattered much this year, home field advantage has kind of dissipated as replay has uh, has has corrected things in recent years. At least I think that's part of uh, what has happened. So uh, that that's pro- must be part of it. But yeah, I don't I don't get it either. I'm with you. I think the line is is uh, off on this one for sure. And let's end on this because this news just broke, and that's Rashad Bateman, wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens, activated off IR. Sammy yes. Watkins has been ruled out because of a hamstring. So Bateman uh, expected to suit up and play this week against the Chargers. Um, will he be on a pitch count? I anticipate it. This is what's yes. coming out of Baltimore. But let me tell you something. This kid is dynamic. He's special. He's electric. You think Lamar Jackson has put up great numbers so far? watch out this kid with all due respect this young man is going to take lamar jackson to a whole new level mike i can't mm-hmm. wait as bart scott likes to say <laughs> look i'm with you i'm 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 pumped i have bateman on a lot of uh, fantasy teams as well so yeah he uh, all by all uh, accounts he will be limited this week but you'll see him out there in some three wide sets and get some opportunities i'm sure they'll throw him a couple passes so uh got to keep an eye on him hopefully we'll be talking about his, his props in coming weeks all right. So again, I, I know we went really long, uh, but hopefully that's okay. Cause we're again, we're 71 and 49 on the season, 59%. Hopefully that percentage and our, and, and our win loss is even better in week six. So thank you so much for tuning in. 
Um, please be sure to rate, review, and follow us. If you're enjoying the show, it helps us tremendously. And of course, we'll talk to you guys next week. From Mike Clay, Anita Marks, all of us here at ESPN, uh, good luck in week six. We'll be right back.